0: Oh,
1: hi. Yeah. <laughs> the hat's still gone. So. Catherine
0: Brandt here. I'm holding the golden court for Tom Bernard, and I am here with... Dave Schrader. Alex bernard Rasmussen.
1: And Andy bernard
0: Tom should be back here momentarily, and we will be talking to our guest, Dr. Carol Osborne, after these messages. Yep.
1: Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like,
2: there once was a man from Nantucket?
1: No, more like T.S. Eliot.
2: Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Carol Osborne, our special guest, introducing your pet to your new baby with holistic veterinarian Dr. Carol Osborne. Every day, pet parents are becoming human parents and they worry about the changes this will bring them and the household. Well, we had pets when the kids were born.
0: Many. Yes. Oh, we had a lot of pets. <laughs> but I never had a dog that was um, weird about, about kids. Yeah. weird about babies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some of them get really Alex weird Alex had a dog that was going was had she took a she took a class. I took
4: a I took a class, dogs and storks, yeah. about how to introduce your dog to your baby because I had a very temperamental. She was abused by teenage boys before I adopted her, and so she was very. She had some emotional baggage so i was like let's, oh, she sure did let's <laughs> set this up in the best way possible so yeah yeah
2: dr osborne how are you
5: very well thank you tom
2: i'm glad to hear that so uh dr carol osborne dmv offers up some tips and demonstrates how to uh make the introduction to your new baby as easy as possible is this about being, the dog being too aggressive with a baby
5: Well, basically, it's about a change, a big change uh, in the dog's behavior, primarily because the dog's position within the home is going to change Mm -hmm. now that the baby's arrived. So you want to, the changes that you make, uh, you know, for example, the nursery uh, more than likely will be off limits. So you want to establish those rules as soon ahead of time as you can, kind of like with toys. If... uh, Certain toys are going to be the baby's and others the dog. You can um, use a little scent recognition test, uh, put a little dab of Listerine uh, on one of the baby's toys, and then toss the non-scented toy to the dog and say which one is yours. And as long as the dog brings you back the unscented toy, then you've established differentiating whose toys belong to who. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a great
0: idea because, yeah, our dog sees the baby toys, and is like, it's a
5: toy. I get it. Right, right. Yeah. Another thing that's uh, something to be aware of is the sound of a crying baby uh, can be very upsetting uh, to a lot of adult dogs. Oh, sure. So it's a good idea to desensitize your dog to that sound uh, prior to the baby's arrival. You can get a tape of a baby crying and put it in the crib, turn it on, see how your dog reacts, Um once your dog ignores it uh, has no reaction then your dog is desensitized if your dog is a bit more nervous um, some experts recommend going as far as getting a doll uh, you know put a little you know baby clothes on it and rehearse some of the activities that you will actually perform with a baby uh, in the dog's presence and once again when the dog acts differently uh, to the activity or to the the dog is desensitized, and you can move on to the next task.
0: Yes, we have a Cavalier King Charles, and he hears a baby cry and looks at you like, Can you stop that, please? <laughs> <laughs> That's
6: the, yeah, Our well, dog. <laughs> we, we just had a baby six, five months ago. Um, Almost six. Yeah, and Daisy, uh, at first, Was a beagle. Yeah, she's a beagle. And whenever he cried, the first thing she would do is she would go check on him to make sure he's okay. So his <laughs> crying always made her very worried about him. But then after about two months, now she's at the point where she's like, could you just stop this, please? Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. She'll so oh, just yeah. leave. She'll just be like,
6: okay, I'm just going to go in the other room. This yeah. yep. is annoying. Birch was, Aww.
4: we have a lab corgi mix, and he's, like, the sweetest dog on the planet. And But, like and we did the baby crying thing we would play cuz i took this class and i was like okay this is something that we need to do but when the, sure. and he didn't seem to care about the sound played on like my phone or whatever but when our daughter was born and she cried she he would like run around the house and like grab things and bring them to me <laughs> and be like how do we how do we do how do we help her she needs <laughs> what do we do what do i do what do i do, do, I do? like panicked <laughs> it was so funny though and now i have the Little temperamental dog that I had when my daughter was a baby has since passed away, and now we have another small dog. And she had eight puppies before we adopted her. And now my children are three and five. And anytime they cry, I have to like soothe the children and the dog at the same time. And she, because she comes up like right as I'm holding any crying kid, and she's just like, I don't know how to. I'm upset, and they're upset, and I'm all just all right. an attention
5: too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, You know, I think the key is do everything gradually in steps um, at any point. If the dog seems upset or becomes anxious, just stop and, and then pick up the routine at, at a later time. Um, in general, most dogs will become indifferent and move on. Uh, just keep it gradual. Don't force introductions. Don't force anything. Uh, and, and don't make a fuss. Um, and in general, no matter how well you know your dog, Never leave your dog alone with your baby.
1: Yeah, yeah, I imagine that's
2: that's a really really good idea.
1: Or your cat. My cat is always trying to hold the pillow <laughs> yeah. over the baby's face.
2: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't doubt that either.
5: Oh, kitty! <laughs> I wouldn't
2: doubt if, uh, that at
5: all. You know, for people into herbal uh, holistic remedies, if you have a little bit of a nervous dog, uh, Skull Camp 30C, um, little bottle of homeopathic pellets. You can give uh, three pellets twice a day. Um, there's you know no harm, no adverse effect. I uh, just Takes the edge off.
4: Have you ever tried that with? Mm-hmm. With May, no. I've done the stress away drops oh, the box, with her. Box or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: I've done. How does a school cap work for a 54 year old man? <laughs> <laughs> Asking for a friend.
5: Yeah. You know, the homeopathics are great because they either work or they don't work, but there's no adverse effect. Um, you know, there's Bach 5 Flower, the rescue remedy, mm-hmm. uh, and over yeah, the counter. Yeah, a uh, combination of flowers, uh, you can put in the mouth of the food or the water. Um, the essential oils are, are pretty popular today. Um, various combinations of, I use a combination of uh, blue cypress and chamomile uh, at my veterinary clinic here in Ohio. Uh, you can just shake a few drops right on the dog's back. Uh, it smells nice, and once again is you know perfectly harmless. It's just kind of like having a little glass of wine. It just it just <laughs> takes the edge off.
0: <laughs> oh, my, well, our King Charles again. He, we have a little booze cart in the kitchen. He's always, right. he's always over there licking the bottles. <laughs> he's so- yeah. mm. He does like alcohol. He loves alcohol. Which for Most a dog dogs is weird. do not like it. No,
6: Daisy won't go anywhere near it, but he'll drink alcohol. He'll drink liquor, I think, <laughs> if you gave oh, it to yeah. him. Oh, yeah. He, he, yeah. What he did again last
0: <laughs> night,
5: Super weird
6: he? for a dog. Or two nights ago.
4: No, uh, yeah. yeah, it was like
5: last night. You, you know, week. a lot of dogs, Um, you, you want to get a, a little diaper hamper that really uh, has a tight seal on it because a, a lot of dogs will uh, start making mistakes around the home uh, because of you know the the baby's diapers oh Oh. yeah (laughs) that's another little tip to be aware of
4: we had a i cloth diapered both my children and um one of our dogs i would you know i'd like change the diaper on the floor or whatever and accidentally leave the diaper out on the floor and go on to the next thing or whatever and one of our dogs will would have eaten the diaper okay (laughs) And I'm like, gross, what is the matter with you? What is the matter
6: with (laughs) you? Yeah, dogs are nasty. And I was like, these
4: cloth diapers aren't cheap. You guys are so prudish. Until you've
1: tasted a dirty diaper, don't be judging (laughs) it. No,
4: no idea. We can't
6: say for
1: sure if they're good or not.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I remember one of the, I'm trying to remember the things from my dogs and storks class. Like, one of the things I remember them saying is to bring out all the big baby gear Ahead of time, like any big swings yeah. and stuff so Strollers they can get used stuff, to yeah. having that stuff around the house because okay, it's
6: Daisy change. Daisy was very weird about the Johnny Jump Up or whatever they're called. Yeah,
5: you can, you can uh, oh, t- you but, know, yeah. get a little T-shirt or whatnot from the hospital mm-hmm. and then put it in the crib so, you know, the dog can get used to the odor. Yeah, I've heard
4: about yep. that. Yeah, and the um, thing when you brought the baby back home, you left the baby in the car for a second and then gave the dog something to smell that was on the baby so they could, and like pet them and be like really excited about it, you know, not like crazy, but, you know, and yeah, then bring the baby in so they could.
5: Right. You want to leave the baby in the car with dad, Mm -hmm. have mom come in, uh, you know, greet the dog, say hello, and then put the dog uh, on a leash and have mom maybe just sit in a chair quietly with the dog on the leash. And then dad and the baby uh, can just walk in kind of slowly. And in an ideal world, you would want to have dad and the baby sit next to mom. Um, and again, at any time that the dog becomes anxious, nervous, starts to bark, uh, you know, just walk out and you'll you'll try that again. But that's just that slow, gradual, non-forced introduction. Mm-hmm. Uh, always putting your attention to the dog whose position is now being displaced by the baby. So, you know, a lot of times you want to give the dog a little treat, before someone walks in the room with the baby, and the dog starts to think, you know, maybe this baby's not so bad after all, because whenever he's around, I seem to get a couple of treats. Kind of reverse psychology. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm.
0: that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. I, it, um, the lady—it's the lady and the tramp, right? Where Darling, tramp, right. everybody was darling. Yeah, and, and, the yeah. Little, and the little dog was like the center of the universe. And mm-hmm. as soon as she had a baby, she whacked yeah. lady. I was like <gasps> she hit the yeah. dog a
1: cartoon and she's that offended. Yeah.
0: I know. I was like, Well it's she's kinda true. People are like, Okay, I have a baby now, you have to you know, go oh, out Daisy the backyard. was definitely
6: demoted once we had the kid yeah, and I she mean, was not happy about I it. I mean, for rightfully
0: a while. so, but it really hurts the dog's feelings sometimes. Yeah, it hurt
4: her feelings for a while. Oh yeah, we tried really, really hard to still get like Big pet sessions, and that was another thing in the class. It was like carve-out time for your dog. Well, I mean, she still needs to sit
6: on a pillow on the couch with us while yeah. we're – but that's not good enough. No. She has to have a pillow <laughs> on a blanket on the couch.
4: <laughs> you
5: know. The
4: blanket on the pillow as well. <laughs>
5: Yeah, it's similar in a scenario uh, if you have a dog that's been with you for 10 or 12 years, and then one day you decide to get a puppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That older dog is going to resent mm-hmm. that puppy. So the philosophy is you ignore the puppy uh, in, in, the dog, in the older dog's presence and constantly reward mm-hmm. the dog that was there first so that eventually you know, he learns to accept the puppy.
1: Mm-hmm. But don't do that with your babies because yeah, you then we get real, <laughs> they turn into serial killers if you ignore them. I've been told. Baby. Well, you no, literally completely. can't ignore a baby. <laughs>
5: you can't ignore them too much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, really? I'll take that challenge. Oh, and here's another tip: don't rub bacon grease on the baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a good idea. Yeah. A idea. Their skin. It makes
6: make, make, make their coat so shiny, though. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> oh, well, an, in most cases, everything works out wonderfully. and You end up with a big, happy family, and the baby grows up with a four-legged best friend.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) And that's how it should be. You know, one thing I do love about dogs, very quickly, Dr. Carol Osborne, our special guest, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the other night our dog, Jude, tried to jump from one chair to another and missed... (laughs) She didn't get hurt at all. He just missed. So he was really. And Catherine started laughing when he missed.
0: I sure did. He
2: turned his back on her for the rest of the night. He wouldn't look at her the rest of the night.
0: He was very (laughs) mad. Very (laughs) upset that we laughed at him. Mm -hmm. But it was was, was so comical. You couldn't help but laugh. He didn't
4: didn't miss. He made the jump and then was just standing there and then just fell through (laughs) it. It was
5: like oh, no. what?
4: That was quick yeah, was, um, really, yeah. just very. Odd. He's
6: like a yeah. Buster Keaton, where he's super athletic, but he's also incredibly clumsy at yeah. the same time. Yeah, he's somehow. never
4: been accused of being like yeah. graceful. 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 Yeah, <laughs>
6: well, he can he can do like ice skating, you know, like uh, triple axles in the air to catch a leaf. That's yeah. true. But That's then he'll true. try to All walk, right. and then he'll fall over. It's yeah. like, how are you so like?
4: He's unintentionally athletic. Yeah, And then exactly. when he like just for the simplest things it's like you're a mess what's <laughs> going on weird. here yeah he was he did have very a...
5: sensitive he
4: is. Yeah, yes he's oh, very he is. sensitive was yes. definitely an only child yeah
2: well, i do have to mention <laughs> this to dr osborne because dr osborne i grew up in the inner city and so if people had a dog in the it's not everybody but most of them if people had a dog in the inner city you didn't want to make that dog angry because mm-hmm. we had a, a, a neighbor who had a german shepherd and he would let the dog loose in the yard because it was a fenced yard. It had a cyclone fence around it, right? Right. Well, one time, a kid came by and started taunting the dog. No. Uh, it took the dog about 10 seconds to go over the fence and drag that kid back into the yard. Oh uh, It was, oh my God. It was nice. hideous. That kid got really hurt. I'll never forget. That wow. little
1: kid grew up to be a very famous radio show host. Yeah.
2: You? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly.
4: Well, they always say exactly that um, the best security system for a house is a dog. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> not well, in my house. Not, not you. <laughs> my, my dog didn't. will let you in and... As long as you give him a sandwich, mm-hmm. he'll be fine. Yeah. With it. Exactly but they'll bark. Right. But
4: like Jude loses his <laughs> mind barking. Oh, like I does. show that's up at the deter- door. Yeah, and that's enough he... to deter
0: most people.
6: Oh, yeah. She okay. bark. Daisy wouldn't.
4: She wouldn't bark. No. yeah. Our dogs bark when somebody comes to the door. Yeah, Jude acts like da- Daisy if I'm Gums standing over and there with an eye.
6: safe? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, I smell that you touched a sandwich last week. I would like <laughs> to uh, continue to smell this sandwich. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, what? So, with all of this going on, are, are the do- are dogs the most human-like animal? Have the most human traits in any animal?
5: I think so, as far Seems as like I can it. tell. They're yeah. they're pretty darn close.
6: They really are. Well, they're I mean. basically genetically modified by humans to be more palatable toward humans. That's yeah. true yeah. so that makes sense.
5: <laughs> well, certainly over the last couple of years with this pandemic pets have really risen to the forefront mm-hmm. and um, have become a very big focus uh, for most American families.
1: So you think dogs are the most human-like? I think they're better than humans. They're they're well, loyal. Yeah. They're loving. They're affectionate. That's they forgive true. very easily. They don't hold grudges they don't unless lie. you laugh at them when they fall. Uh, off the couch. Jude holds yeah. grudge.
5: Jude. <laughs> holds um, grudge. nobody's, nobody's going to argue with you on that one. Right. Yeah. That is that is for sure. Mm-hmm. Truly, man's best friend.
0: Well, I think I think dogs are the only animal that ha- is trying to figure out what humans want.
6: Oh yeah, they're the. I think they're the only ones for the most part. Right? Yeah, cats don't give I mean, give some a crap. like um, I think. <laughs> Some Somebody's great babe. apes will, but, I mean, they're just so intelligent to begin with. But I, I, I remember I read a study that they did where they uh, they had a uh, box with some meat in it, and then they put a dog in the same room, and then they did the same thing with a wolf. And the dog, what the dog would do is they'd go to the box and kind of paw at it for a little bit, and then after, like, a minute, they'd go try to find a person, because they know person means, you know people can do things i can't right. was the wolf sure. would never stop trying mm-hmm. even though, even if they knew there was a person it was a trained wolf and there was a person available but the wolf wouldn't go get the person it was like i'm going to do this uh, because dogs have basically been partnered like, up they've been yeah.
5: domesticated so
6: domesticated that humans are part of their existence it's mm-hmm. difficult for them to exist without us Oh, I could see
2: that.
5: I, I, th- I think that's, that's a fair statement. And I think because of that sixth sense, the vomeronasal nasal organ, they say that the dog's psyche is so connected to its owners. They know mm-hmm. what is going on in your mind, uh, you know, without saying a word. That's the same way they know you're going to go on a vacation before you take up. <laughs> yep. Oh, suitcase. boy. They sure and they're they're oh, yeah. very connected. And,
4: like, my dogs know I can put on the same exact outfit, same exact everything, but they know when I'm going to take them for a walk.
5: Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't change all, anything, all
4: but I uh, just, like, take a step in one direction, and they're yeah, like, we're
5: not." It's happening. I'm like, how do you know this? Yeah, well, they know your routines.
6: Yep.
5: Kind of like if you. you're going to leave yep. the house, you pick up your purse, grab yeah. your jacket, and then your keys. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, they're well aware of what's going on. Oh, Jude is, oh my
4: God. Certain sounds mean, I oh, know, it's Hobbs like you can't coconut pack,
0: oil. You cannot or cannot pack <laughs> until right before you leave. The door. Oh, no, you can't <laughs> yeah, show you up the gets, Not Jude pack. gets really melodramatic <laughs>
4: yeah. before. Don't
0: even get the suitcases down. Otherwise, oh, God, no. yeah. yeah, last time my mom went for a trip, she's
4: like, can I drop Jude off at your house to pack because we'll <laughs> <or else laughs> get too sad.
0: I'm like, Wow. He does
4: not he a does. diva at all. Yeah. He
2: is a very diva-like puppy. There's yeah, no one of the
5: knows. one of the biggest things um, that, that's going on is, uh, pretty much as a result of this pandemic, is uh, with many people actually going back to work. Yeah, um, we've created separation anxiety yes. in, in yep. hundreds of thousands of pets. Yep. And and um, you know that's something where you have to let that dog know that by themselves they can have enough independence and confidence that everything's going to be all right so it's kind of like instead of you know opening the door when you get home and giving the big hug and the big kiss and the elaborate hellos and goodbyes they encourage pet owners to do the exact opposite to reward calm independent behavior so that the dogs can become you know a little more confident a little more independent and not go into a panic when mom or dad has to leave
0: Oh, see, Jude, when I come home, he goes into his crate and grabs his little bed, drags it around the house, jumps on the couch, and sits there with so much of it stuffed in his (coughs) mouth that he's practically (laughs) suffocating himself until I come Uh, and tell him how cool his bed is. Yeah.
5: (laughs) They they all have their little routine. And if I don't
0: don't acknowledge it, he'll sit there for I don't know how long. I don't
5: know
6: if he's ever stopped.
4: He's very committed.
0: They'll
6: wait for you <laughs> He'll wait to a say, really really long time. and yeah. that's all I need. Yeah. All wow. Did you guys see the
1: footage of the, I think it was a German Shepherd the guy had, and he put a, one of those nanny cams in that he could talk to the dog, because oh, the dog oh, yeah. would go into the food cabinet and get food out, Oh and he dogs. would, no, not get, get off, their own good. and then the dog would stop. So now he's got footage of the dog would go over to the couch and grab a pillow and bring it over and set it in front of the camera. And then you'd hear (laughs) (laughs) as he's going
6: into the closet to get the food.
0: That's smart. Huskies are
4: too smart. They're very smart. It's like border collies. Yeah, border collies are way too smart.
6: Well, there was a
1: story that was uh, was probably uh, maybe 10, 15 years ago. The woman on a Saturday afternoon had a stroke. And she was in her bed the dog realized there was something wrong she wasn't responding but she the dog knew she was still alive the dog was bringing her dog food mouths full and then would take a rag and drop it into the water bowl and bring it over to her to push against her mouth and then on monday when the postman came the dog knew what time the postman came and the dog went bonkers and the postman came, called the police, because the dog never acted like that. Oh, so the yeah. dog went nuts, Aww. they got in there, and because the dog kept her hydrated, she was OK. Aww. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. To say dogs are oh, just dumb, God. you know uh-uh. I mean? No, they're not. Mine no. likes to make me think he is, but I know he's plotting my demise. <laughs> but uh, indeed. Well, was a beagle yeah.
6: owner, one of the more famous beagle versions of the, uh, the nanny cam thing, mm-hmm. there's a beagle on the couch chewing a toy accidentally knocks the toy onto the floor and then just falls over and starts whining because <laughs> the toy is on the floor now, so she can't get to it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow.
2: Now, we got to tell some positive stories. Every night, when, uh, Catherine and I uh, watch a show, usually a half hour or an hour show before I, cause I go out to bed. I have to get up. I do a morning show in town, too, so I have to get up very early, so I go to bed a lot earlier than Catherine does. And we sit there, I have my chair, and between us, there's a chair, and then there's Catherine in her chair, and the reason there's a chair between us is because that's where Jude sits. Okay? Sure, of course. So it's right between the two of us. But the great part of it is, when I get up and go over to Catherine to kiss her goodnight, he flips over on his back to make sure that I pet him yep. before I go to bed. He's waiting for nine night pets. nine night pets. He's got to have his nine night pets. Oh, he's kissing mom. Okay, my pets are coming. Yep. And he gets upset if I forget.
0: No, yep.
2: can't do it. Oh, a matter of fact, I can't forget anymore because he puts on such a show before I go to bed. But So that's the part of dogs, though. They're so sweet. I mean, they, they look in your eye like, guys, you're my buddy. They do that. I love that about dogs, actually.
1: All those dog-shaming photos are awesome, where the dogs, like, got a sign around their neck, and, like, I ate three pairs of my dad's underwear. <laughs> you know, got a, I just love those. And the dogs have all got that hang dog look on their face, like, yeah, this well, is me. Could human beings uh, survive for long without
2: animals like dogs? I think they're very, very important. Look. I'm not wild about people. I going to be honest with you. So I need animals around so I could go. Ha! Huh, how you doing? You know,
5: it's that unconditional love.
2: Yeah, that's exactly it. I just love you, and they stare you in the eye like, "Oh, you're home. How great is that?"
5: Well,
0: dog, dogs. are instrumental in helping people survive hunting and
2: yeah, no doubt about and it. And
0: protection and all kinds of things. Yeah.
2: So, Dr. Osborne, we only got about five minutes left, so I want to make sure you get uh, all your, 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 the points that you wanted to make across because we've been talking so much about our dog. I want to make sure that we, <laughs> that we got everything covered for you.
5: Well, we're, uh, we're available online, chagrinfallspetclinic.com. We welcome uh, questions from pet lovers coast to coast. Uh, our toll-free phone is one 866 doctor carol
2: That's a wonderful thing. Dr. Osborne, thank you so much. A great conversation. See, I feel better today just after talking to you about dogs. I love dogs.
5: I think America loves dogs. We would uh, be lost without them. I think you're right. Dr. Osborne, come
2: back soon. I'd love to talk to you again.
5: Well, I'd love to join you, and thank you very much.
2: Have a great day. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Dr. Carol Osborne, ladies and gentlemen, introducing your pet to your new baby. That was covered very, very quickly because it was like you just went through it.
6: Yeah, we sure did. No issues there. And you didn't have any issues
0: either,
2: did you, Alex, with the baby? Oh, no.
4: I mean, there were some surprises, like Bella would growl. Oh, the
2: gun. cops are oh, no. <laughs>
0: gun walking in. I'm like, what? We, what? Hit the yeah, what is But
2: all she sees is a gun.
0: Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Save That's us great. Save thing. us all. Great
1: thing. Save us Yeah. Dave, I only have I'm a a crazy fan. Hi, little fella. How are you doing? Hey, little fella.
7: Yes. You good. We got a couple minutes as I was driving by, so I thought I'd swing and say hello. You were just oh. driving by, were you? Literally, I was. I just left training in St. Paul's. So.
2: Oh, you did! Yeah. What are you training it to do?
7: Uh, actually our um, Use that taser. Law enforcement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Law enforcement
2: Memorial Day. Oh. Okay. It's coming
7: up in a couple of weeks, so. Oh.
2: How come you didn't get hired to play a Reacher?
7: I'm not an actor.
2: Well, <laughs> you could be. You're a hell of a lot bigger than that guy. You know? I am, but
7: <laughs> you are a lot. I'm probably, bigger not, than probably not as handsome, talented, smart. <laughs> no, I just lift heavy things. So that's well, all. Like also,
6: <laughs> one of the issues <laughs> yeah. with Hollywood is that a lot of people out there are actually rather short. So when he's you cast not. someone oh, who's super true. duper tall. That's true.
0: You yeah. have What's to, the name of that guy that does read? Alan
7: Rickson. Alan Rickson. Alan Rickson. Alan Rickson, yeah. Yeah. Rickson. He's really good. He's, he's a good he is terrific he's, at that He's got that perfect thousand yard stare, man. Well he kind of reminds me of you actually.
2: Well, he does. He gets that
7: look on his face like, oh, yeah? <laughs> he gets
6: that one. Yeah, so he looks huge in the movie, but he's actually 6'2". Oh, he's 6'4", I thought. No, six He's two. only 6'2"? 6'2". Yeah. So, so he's a little tall. Oh, which is
4: extremely tall for somebody like in Hollywood. That's like Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> everybody else is 5'1".
6: Oh, it's like when we go to Florida. God, and you feel so tiny. tall when Oh, do, do we have, have a break Florida? to do?
2: Yeah. Okay, let's do the break. And, Officer Dave, you can say for the rest of the show? It's only about another 15 minutes, 20 minutes. All right, we'll be right back. Should work. All right. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. Tom here, and I'm excited to tell you about a well-being and weight loss program I personally know works. It's called Continuum Weight and Well-Being. So why Continuum? Because if you're like most of their clients, you've tried countless programs and the DIY version of weight loss. If you're back at square one and just not happy with your weight, health, and how you're feeling, great news. Continuum is doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They don't just focus on weight loss. They're upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation and find out more today. Simply go to their website site continuumweightwellbeing.com or call them or text them at 952-491-6527 the continuum team nancy danette and kelly are looking forward to getting you healthier today We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Officer Dave has not arrested Dave Schrader yet. <laughs> yeah, <No>, he should. <laughs> Just <laughs> seeing
1: the
0: guilty looks that he Just has. Just over here, erasing
1: <laughs> files off my phone <laughs> as we speak. I said, Officer Dave, I am so screwed. If, God forbid, anything happened to anybody that I love, and they checked out my computer, having hosted a paranormal radio show oh, God, and yes. true crime radio show, do you know how many topics I've looked up? It's going to not look good for me. To children saying. in my area. Yeah.
2: Well, the great thing about it is that we're sitting here and all of a sudden the door opened and all you could see were gun after gun after gun and tasers and this. And Dave Schrader's never met. You guys have
1: never met nope. before, right? No, nope. this was the first time.
2: The look on your face was phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> that look on <laughs> your face was like, what?
1: Uh, I figured one of us is going down or he's here to protect you for some reason. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, he,
1: Tom, the president's on the line. We got to go.
2: We gotta hit it, man. But so, Officer Dave, how you been? What's been, the latest?
7: I've
1: been great. Been great.
7: Just like I say, coming back from from uh, training over at the Capitol for Law Enforcement Memorial Day, and that's. And when's that? That is on the fifteenth, fourteenth, okay. and fifteenth of May of May. All right. Yep. that'll work. Fuzz week, as we called it. Fuzz week. Yep. Oh God!
2: Why did they ever call cops fuzz? The I think fuzz. we looked it up
7: once that yeah. it was a mispronunciation of the force or something.
2: Hmm. The force, fuzz. the force, the fuzz. Yeah, fuzz. Yeah. That makes uh, sense. That does it, make sense. That lines up. Yeah, sure. <laughs> People can't I'll make say it the up fuzz. as I go if it's the not that. So yeah, the yeah. fuzz with an English accent, it would say fuzz.
4: The
6: <laughs> it's one of those things Irish. that there's seven thousand different yeah. explanations oh, I suppose, for it. Yeah,
2: I imagine that's true. So uh, yeah, we're just you know slogging through life and
7: yeah, vacation was good. Done. Yeah, vacation. we had a really nice, excellent.
2: <laughs> yeah, <there> goes vacation, <laughs> vacation from what? What do you mean by that? Yeah, thanks, honey. Thanks for all your sport. No doubt about it. No question. But no, we were just talking. I mean, if you don't mind talking about this on the air a little bit about about <laughs> bigger guys have a a tough time right now with the way the world is. Oh yeah. I mean I. If you're over six feet tall and you got some size to you, let's say you weigh, you know, two, but like now I only weigh about 220, so I'm nowhere near as big as I used to be, but that's still a lot bigger than most people. Dave Schrader, you're a big guy. I mean, what? why are big guys now the enemy? Or have they
7: always been? We probably always have been, but everybody think, was too, too afraid to say anything or do anything about <laughs> it because true. they know they get their rear ends kicked, and now that they're they can say or do whatever they want, yeah, like let's go after the big guys yeah my
0: my brother daryl is what six seven at one time, yeah, very yeah. tall guy. He was very... only
7: six, seven One time, <laughs> well, he's, <laughs> he's, shrieking. he's in his mid 70s, the 7 of disco high
5: heels.
7: he the platforms with the fish in him. <laughs> That's
6: right. <laughs> and he
0: used to like go to the bars all the time, play pool, and all that kind of stuff. And he was, he's, was, and he is a thin guy. And he's, was...
6: yeah, he's not exactly what I call bodybuilder, no, no,
0: no. And he constantly was like, Oh, yeah, I had to get in a fight at the bar the other day. I'm like, Why? Because all I was, is he's like, just standing there, and this drunk guy. Guy comes up and says so you think you're tall
7: huh <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm
2: so I'm tall. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're tall huh it's yes. amazing it's it's
7: true though you know when i was young man and go to the bars and it, people always okay. wanted to fight the big guy. take on the big guy because if, if you you know oh, yeah because oh, yeah. you're not we're not going to go after somebody alex's size I would. Ooh. I'm well, scrappy. I am scrappy. you <laughs> Very scrappy.
4: My
2: favorite I'm ever strong I go for being the so small, uh, Howie's it. Bar in North Minneapolis. Oh, it was one of, It became uh, with Delisi's after a while. But when it was Howie's, I'm in there one time. I'm like 21, 22 years old. And there's some guys sitting at the bar, and we're all sitting at the bar, and blah, blah, blah. And a guy about about your size Where you comes in, yarns. sits down next to this smaller guy and the smaller guy had had too much to drink I and mean, he was a lot smaller and the, the, the little guy starts chirping at him and he's, like, ging, 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 he's just being a real pain in the ass right? and the big guy finally said you need to shut the hell up or I'm going to do some damage I'm just telling you, shut up and leave me alone I'm just here to have a good time and the guy <laughs> says to him yeah well, dynamite comes in small packages. Back hands a guy off off the stool. Big guy stands and goes, "Blow up some bitch." <laughs> That's a good
7: answer. Isn't
1: that great.
2: "Blow up some bitch." I thought it
6: was fantastic.
7: Everybody likes to compare David and Goliath. It's like <laughs> well, David, my name David is David. David had a weapon.
6: Yeah.
7: Had a weapon. Exactly. He was armed. It's not fair. Exactly. <laughs> my name's David, so go ahead. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, David and Goliath. Exactly. You get to, you get to be both.
1: Mm. Nothing wrong with that. See, I was yeah. always honest about it. When the little guys would come up to me and they'd want to pick a fight, I'd go, all right, you're going to ruin your shirt. Oh, well, what are you going to tear my shirt? No, I'm probably going to bleed on it. <laughs> You get blood, all over I get blood all over you. If, if that's okay with you. If
6: you raise your fist, I'll throw up
2: all over that's you. I mean. I'm <laughs> going to knock you down. This.
1: You do, and I'll, do I'll do be sorry.
2: <laughs> it's all true. There's no question about it. I just. I really wish we had film of that when you walked in. Damn it, if we had that on
6: camera, that would have been wonderful. Well, the camera was never pointed over there, so... Yeah, that's
2: true.
1: Well, you've always got that moment scrambling in your brain the first time a cop walks into a small room. What have I done? What did I do again? (laughs) Right, is there a... Did I park wrong? Did I put my new tabs on? Could you see the body in the back seat? What exactly?
2: (laughs) Oh, I tell you, my, my... Mother's because my second cousin Lamont Dean was a, a, a street cop, first of all, in Minneapolis and became a detective later on. But he's about 6'4, probably about 240. And I'm four years old, I'm playing in front of the house over on 1200 Spruce Place, and I'm playing. And this gigantic cop walks over, and he goes, Are you Tom Bernard? I said, Yes, sir. He goes, I need some information from you. And I'm four, you know? I'm like,
0: okay. <laughs> I don't have a lot of information. I thought I was going uh, right to the big house. <laughs> the I largest
5: dinosaur. Thought, is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he, he goes, okay, answer my question. I said, Yes, sir. He goes, How do I find your mother? And I said, Why? Because <laughs> so yeah. I still thought I was in big house. What covering. did you do? He goes, now nah, Tom, I'm your cousin. <laughs> I'm like, oh uh. thank god. Thank God. I mean, guys like you do a little kid. Oh, God,
7: oh, you guys look huge. That's, that's why yeah. I carry these wonderful little stickers oh, he's that gonna I win. give to the little kids. Oh, mm-hmm.
2: uh,
1: where's mine now? Come on, I get a bad sticker. <laughs> well, you want a bad sticker? I'll yeah. a bad sticker. Sage would like a bad sticker. A
4: bad like sticker. Save. Tom's going to keep it up in the, the, hell. the hell. Sage is, Here we go. Tom's
2: going to keep it up a... in the house because funny. Well, well, she didn't get a bad sticker. She'll be There you go. Keep it up in the visor so
1: when you get pulled over, you can just slip it out and go. There there
2: just put it on my noggin
6: junior uh, officer uh,
4: he's, he's like had that. a junior pilot sticker All pilots as well love to get that
6: kind of stuff yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there you go i remember getting the wings oh yeah they've had they wings
4: still? they my children have had so many wings that i mm. now i'm like no thank you they have so many <laughs> We're gonna since melt my these child into says plane. thank you for flying delta <laughs> airlines i think it's yeah. very clear that he flies a lot yeah.
2: thank you for flying that you know that story don't you yeah, yeah. Thanks for being a good boy. Thank you for flying Delta (laughs) Air. Dad (laughs) hasn't
4: heard the key story.
2: What key story?
4: Oh, okay. So I brought the kids to the podcast a couple weeks ago because they didn't have school. And Sage found these keys in one of the locks here. It's two keys on a little ring. And he was playing with them and playing with them. And he's like, can I have these keys? I was like, no, they're for the podcast. They're not our keys. And I put them down, and then as we're leaving, walking down the hallway to the elevator, he goes, There's nothing in my shoe. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) Obviously, there's something in your shoe. And so I buckle him. In my line of work, we
7: call that a clue.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So I buckle him into the car seat, and he takes his shoe off, and he's like, I was yeah. like, why did you put the keys in your shoe? He's like, because I want them.
0: I was like, well, <laughs> they're not ours, so I have to bring them back to the podcast. I you can't the have keys. the key. I took the key, confessed to having the key, and then <laughs> yeah. I still think I'm clever for taking the key. Exactly. There's <laughs> nothing in my shoe. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> so,
2: it all works out in the
7: end. The middle child went away to college, and he was voted the one that got to talk to the police mm. every time that they, the cops would come around to the house parties. Oh. 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 Because he knew how to talk to the bogey.
0: He's like, I got this. <laughs> I've dealt with this
4: I many times. I
7: suppose time. that's probably true. Be respectful,
0: true. don't make eye contact. <laughs> no,
7: Scott, Scott was the type, he would just like, yes, be very truthful, very
0: yep. respectful,
7: yeah. and look him right dead in the eye and oh, okay. say, you know, this is the deal. Okay. Or just Or If we're too loud, we'll cut her down, If whatever. So.
1: Yeah, you know my favorite cop story. We were doing uh, Darkness Radio. We're on. We're doing this whole thing about black-eyed kids and these creepy specters, right? And we t- told the story about this woman in Minneapolis. She woke up and there are these three kids standing next to her bed, jet black eyes. And she's she's like, "Oh, I got to be dreaming." She closes her eyes, opens her eyes again, and they're still standing there. So she opens her mouth to scream. The little girl in the middle steps forward and puts her fingers to her lips and goes, "Shh, we just want to look at you." And we tell this story we tell all these deals and we go to commercial break a couple nights later i come down from doing the show and there's two cops in the parking ramp over at uh, right down the road from here and uh you can say I don't yeah well okay yeah <laughs> k <laughs> talk i was on that K-talk, and then yeah. uh, they go are you dave schrader i go uh-huh and they're parked <laughs> behind my car and Uh-oh. tim's car mm-hmm. and he goes is tim dennis here i'm like yes sir can you please call him i called tim Tim goes, I go, Tim, there's police down here. They want to talk to you. And he goes, tell them I'm not here. I go, they're standing here listening to me calling you. And he goes, oh, I'll be right down. So he comes what? down. The cops go, uh, once Tim comes out, they go, hey, we just want to let you know, we're big fans of the show. We don't <laughs> believe in the paranormal, but we love to listen. Uh-huh. He goes, but the other night you were telling those stories about the black-eyed kids, and you told one and then went to commercial break hand to God, we get a call over the radio oh, God. that there's three teenagers standing in this old woman's yard, and she doesn't know them. And he goes, and I looked over at my partner, and he looked at me, and we turned the radio off and said, oh, fuck that. <laughs> so it's like, that's awesome. The cops refused to take the call. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the greatest
2: you. Yeah, no. nah, that stuff is unbelievable
1: we're getting pulled over because I've got the darkness plates and I'm thinking oh what have, I, what have I done and they just want to meet darkness Dave and I was like when? you just scared the shit out of me although my son thought it was the greatest thing in the world because he's like dad were you speeding and I'm like I don't know what I was doing <laughs> I what the hell and he's I riding did. in the backseat and the cops come over just to tell me how much you like the, the paranormal and the radio show and he's like Dad, you're like a celebrity. Oh, that's it. Yeah. I've been on the air for ten years. That's the moment yeah. you realized I do something that people might enjoy. Yeah, like maybe. So the perks of yeah. being a celebrity. Exactly. Is, you know, oh, cops man. randomly pulling you over
6: just to say hi. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would go over very big. No, we got pulled
1: no. over from on our way back down from St. Cloud doing uh, the coast to coast, and it was four thirty, five o'clock in the morning, and we get pulled over, and cop, two cop cars pull up behind us, and they surround the car, and Tim and I are like holy hell, what's wrong? And they introduced themselves, and they were big fans of the show and just listened to us on Coast to Coast. I feel like that's stepping over the line a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it didn't maybe. come with guns raised, I so know, I guess that's, a,
7: that's always a plus. Yeah. That's, well, yeah. yeah get out of the car. We just went to a
2: situation last night when out there's an the olive pizza, which is out in Excelsior, built one by Don't our house. Don't tell
0: people that it's good. We won't Too be able late. He said it in. on cake
2: this even, morning. He couldn't you even get yeah. in the thing last night, I so know. what difference does it make? But yeah, I mean the joy of that. And I was trying to talk about that this morning because there were people from, How old would you think that Tucker was? Probably about 13 maybe. Tucker. Know, the little the kid little that came oh, over. Oh,
5: yeah. 12, 12, 12 or 13, like, yeah. 12 uh, 12 or 13
2: so. something like that. Well, the grandfather oh, he was, was so there, cute. the mother and father were there, Tucker and his brother Connor were there, and then I, the the owner of the restaurant comes over. John comes over and goes, "I've been listening to every show you've done for the past 36 and a half years." So I met 12 people last night that listened to the show and all... I hope people understand how special that is. I mean, that is huge. Until so. they
1: turned around and said, it was nice to meet you, Mr. Ryan. <laughs>
2: yeah, I <know> it's great <laughs> so You're not yeah, the yeah. popcorn king. I Plus, I could put him in my Oh, you know that story. <laughs> you, know. Uh, you know, you don't know that story, do you?
1: Yeah, I'm the one that always brings up the popcorn king. <laughs> oh, that's
7: right. right. <laughs> bring up the popcorn oh, king, I forgot. You're not the popcorn <laughs> king. I'm like, oh, God. I am it's
0: not. He's on over there. Do he, likes my, up? he
7: likes my polyester
1: pants. no.
0: Well, does like licking fabrics
4: he does. Hey, so here's a drug sniffing
1: weird. dog officer Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Dave is there anything you want to tell yeah. us about it's Dave. what the hell
2: yeah, that's, that's going to do her today huh
0: I guess so. I
2: guess. So. Dandy, we're right on time, are we not? Oh
0: uh,
6: yeah, I'd say so. All
2: right, Officer Dave, thanks for coming by, scaring the shit yep. out of Dave Trader. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate that.
0: Guilt complex for Honestly what? Honestly, I looked at the
2: door and all I saw was this gigantic gun. <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: oh. well, it took me a minute to register too. I was like, did something happen in the building or something? I was like, and then I was like, oh,
0: well, it's I'm you. First right. thing I think is irate fan.
1: And this I is eat. why we don't tell where we are. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> we do not. Right? You don't ever. Yeah. Do
2: that.
1: Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.